What's going on, guys? Welcome to the CEO Hot Seat. Today, we got a special guest, Sean McGordy. Sean, how you doing, brother? You said my last name right. I got it right. We practiced before air, man. You did. You did, and I'm That's very a thankful. Accomplishment for Chris. Yes. <laughs> um, I got. I'm, I'm on like a third grade ELA uh, learning curve. Chris came prepared, man. He's got all the questions yeah. on his phone. Good. He's ready. Good. You Absolutely. know, Ray showed up. 34 seconds ago 45 minutes late we're, yeah. we're ready <laughs> we're ready to roll we're ready to do this people so sean you own premier party entertainment tell us a little bit about that man uh yeah man so the company is a wedding and events company basically uh anything you can think of for weddings you know lighting fake fireworks co2 guns djs that's pretty much what we do co2 guns hang on yeah. let's back up a minute what's that yeah, what so we that? have a <laughs> I wish I would have brought it then. We could yeah, have just like, yeah, that'd be we cool. shooting like t-shirts or paintballs or what? No, not t-shirts, but like we'll give you a gun and uh, it's hooked to a CO2 tank. So we get the okay. bride a gun or we get the groom a gun or, you know, the couple. And so they can like literally just spray, you know, smoke too. Yeah. And, oh, cool. And oh, cool. Nice. Um, so, you know, it's just cold. Or yeah. they can, or, or they can shoot their new in-laws with paintballs, right? Uh, we haven't not yet. implemented the paintball cool. gun yet. Uh, I, I, you know, we may. The in law, you never know what game. somebody might ask for. Yeah, 100%. people are into some weird stuff nowadays. Yeah, this is true. Uh, you may have given me an idea actually. <laughs> I saw a wedding event. Order 10 paintball guns right now. Yeah. I saw a wedding event where the bride walked in and Stone Cold stunned her husband. That was their entrance. Like, yeah, really? yeah, I was like, yeah, that's pretty original. Okay. <laughs> that's a pretty epic intro. Yeah, yeah it was badass. <laughs> that sets the tone for the whole like marriage yeah. then at that yeah. point. Like, Absolutely. You know, yeah. like, you know who wears the pants that yeah. day. 100%. No yeah. She may have had a dress on there. people, but <laughs> <laughs> reality, she's she's carrying the uh, the tools in the relationship. So uh, we were talking a little bit before and you said you're coming up on 10 years. Is that correct? Uh, so started the company in 2011, 2012, somewhere okay. around there. So um, years. my background is, you know, I, I've always been a DJ since I was like 16. I yep. was a young kid and just kind of enjoyed music and enjoyed kind of that world. So I always, you know, I was doing random weddings of my own, random events on my own. Uh, aside from that, which I'm sure you guys will get into also, you know, I've been in radio for 20 plus years. Yep. Uh, I started that right around the same time I started learning a DJ. Um, the difference is that, you know, radio, I was in a position in Florida where company got bought out. I knew I was going to get blown out. I was like, I can't keep doing this, like hopping around the world, you know, for wedding or for you know radio gigs that are going to end in two yeah. or three years. So I love doing this. I love, you know, being a DJ you know, what can I do to like, kind of have security? For and sure. so, um, you know, I was, I knew, I knew how to do it, but I was like, all right, well let's, my brother was also with me at the time, you know, DJing and stuff. So we decided to just start the company and it was just the two of us. It was, man, we had just the shittiest, sorry if we can't curse. Can curse. Well, yeah. yeah. Like we had the shittiest speakers and just the, like, it was just like a table and a tablecloth and, gear we bought from a pawn shop like just for sure just, that's just kind of how we started and kind of built our way to kind of where we're at now but we want to kind of stability you know I, I i do love radio don't get me wrong but yeah. you know spotify and apple music and youtube and like you know there's they have a lot of competition these days mm -hmm. for sure um so you know i wanted to find a way that like if i did get fired which surprise i did at one point <laughs> um how can i walk out the door and be like hey it sucks 
but I got job security. Yeah. I don't have to like you still pay your bills. Yeah. I don't have to worry about the government giving me unemployment. And is that going to run out? I don't have to file for it. I've yeah. got this, you know, this money here that's coming, <clears throat> coming in that I can continue, you know, and keep, keep it pushing. So, um, that's kind of just where my mindset was. My brother again, kind of was with me in the beginning and then he went off and did wedding catering. So he started that and he, cause he loves food and he's, he's a big foodie. And then he started a restaurant here in Greenville. So I don't know where the entrepreneurship like boat started with us because both our parents were not entrepreneurs at all. My, my, my dad worked in a factory, you know, schlepping around a, a forklift. My mom just worked in the school district of Greenville County. So it wasn't like, we came from this family of entrepreneurs. I don't know yeah. if you're the same way. We're like, are you like, are like, as your parents or your family, are they entrepreneurs or were you just kind of like, I, I'm the first. Yeah. Uh, well, my grandpa was, but, my, okay. but when it comes to my parents, they were, they were entrepreneurs, but entrepreneurs okay. that go into jail. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Real, real hustlers. Yeah. Yeah. The real hustlers. We got real, real quick people. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I come from very similar backgrounds. Yeah. So. yeah I but mean, my grandpa did it. My grandpa was always my role model. Like growing up, um, he's owned his truck a lot. I mean, he still owns it to this day for 33 years. And yeah, that was my role model growing okay. up. And that's kind of where I got the itch. Yeah. So like for us, it was, I mean, my dad dabbled in like, like he would try to fix cars, like, you know, in the, our garage, but like a side had, hustle, but he didn't realize like, you know, well, you need like a business license to like yeah. have mm-hmm. other people coming into <laughs> our like house yeah. to fix brakes and stuff. So, you know, we wanted to go about it obviously the right way. And sure. I mean, you know, look 10 years later, like, you know, my brother's a success. I mean, he owns a shameless plug. He owns Woodside Bistro here in Greenville. Oh, yeah. awesome. Um, you know, he owns a catering company and you know, so he doesn't have as much time to DJ anymore. Um, but I think that, you know, it's also like, it was funny. Like you were saying, what's it called? The CEO hot seat, you know, being in this red chair, like, it being the business owner, like there is a lot of responsibility. There's a lot of like weight on your shoulders for mm-hmm. sure at all know. times. Hundred percent. You like your employees, your insurance, your building, your trucks. Like you, you know, it's all on you. Like if you wake up and do heroin one day and start just doing heroin, like yeah. you're gonna risk, you know, everything else for everyone else for sure. You know, or if. You know, a truck breaks down. I didn't mean to bring up heroin because I was. Well, I mean, like a, even if like one of your guys does heroin and gets a wreck yeah. and kills somebody, yeah, it's your problem. Yeah, it's your, it's your problem. Yeah, it ain't, it's not their problem. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking about it the other day. I watched a video of like a hotel clerk that was having a problem with like a Karen. Yeah. And then I was like, man, all she has to do is just quit. And then like it's two in the morning, whatever. This yeah. woman's causing hell, and she's on the phone with her boss. Like her boss would have to come down there mm-hmm. two in the morning and deal with this situation if she just decided that. Yeah. Fuck it, I'm done. You know. And yeah. Then, like I don't want to deal with this lady, and she could do that. As a business owner, you have to like deal with it. You know, it's like okay, yeah. I have to go handle that care, and I've got to sit there and talk to her. All my other people have either quit or kind of don't want to deal with it. It's my yeah. position to handle, and that's yeah. like. Dude, that's the worst part of it all. Yeah, and it's it's a look. I mean, I love what I do. Like, I love being you know in control of like a company, and in in the sense of like, I like seeing it build. You and I kind of talked about some things about where we're going in the future, some yeah. things, and so it's exciting to do that. It's also scary as shit because it's like, you know, what if that doesn't work? Or For and sure. I mean, 
I've done things where I look, I look back and I'm like, why did I do that? Like that was the dumbest business decision I've ever made, you know, but then you just, you have to learn from that. Absolutely. Grow from that and go, Hey, this happened. You know, I'm not going to go down this road again. For sure. So so let's backtrack. Um, you've, so you, how many weddings were you doing kind of, so you kind of mentioned it was mostly part-time when you were starting the DJ kind of side gig here and there. How many weddings were you doing like in a year time? Um, so before like the company began, you know, I was kind of backtrack in like that 2010, 11 era. Like I was in Florida, I was doing morning radio. So I was getting up at 3am in the morning. I was kind of your, you know, 6am to 10am guy that, you know, would talk to you in the morning while you drive to school or work. Um, that's like the premier spot in that, like, yeah, it is. Yeah, it it is. I wasn't getting paid for for the premier get, spot you get pr- pr- premier payment <laughs> no i was i mean i like to be honest like i went down there for 23 grand yeah yeah it was destin florida it was a beautiful town i man if you've never been to destin i've heard go things, love yeah. destin we got oh. married in destin oh wow did you really yeah on the beach wow. really yeah that's awesome i didn't know that yeah, yeah. yeah so like destin was amazing town was amazing company was shit you know the, the, the they just it wasn't like it was fun for what I was doing, but like then you go and get your paycheck on a fr- on that Friday, and you're like, I mean, wow, Fuck. I could be working at Chick Fil A, yeah, making you know, double if I was sure. full time and just <laughs> make, yeah, and like making like forty grand a year. Just yeah. saying, my pleasure. You don't have to remember anything uh, else. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I could still be on a microphone. I would just be talking through a drive through, yeah. like, but yeah. I, you know, I could still be talking to people in a in a speaker. But I don't know. I always had that that you know that hustle to do the radio stuff. I always enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, but to, to your point, so like in that time, I wasn't really doing events and weddings as much because I was focused on the radio stuff. But kind of before all that, I mean, I was doing bars and clubs before moving to Florida. Um, so that was kind of my knack. I do a, weddings and events a little bit, but not like once 2011, 12 started and I came back to Greenville um, and really just kind of hunkered down and said, this is like, this is what I want to do. Um, you know, I wasn't really doing a ton, but you know, once we kind of kicked things into gear and started booking weddings, you know, and again, when we came back, it wasn't like we're booking weddings at the price we're booking today. No, you're just trying to get something on the books. Oh, sure. man, we were, you know, yeah. but weddings I, at that time, I would still assume is more money than like a bar or a typical mm, gig. Yeah. That's why you kind of switched to weddings. I would assume. So the bar club industry, like, I mean, I, it just got just. That's a that's a rough life to live. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I know people that are still in it, you know, 20, 25 years in doing bartending or still DJing. I'm just like, man, how do you like how? late nights, yeah. weekends, all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. You're out till two, three in the morning, you yeah. know, you're dealing with people that are just they're drunk. drunk. Shitty. Yeah. yeah, they're drunk. You know, <laughs> I man, that's I remember tough. one time I'll never forget. It was like 10 oh three p.m. I had just set my stuff up and um I'd play like a little pre-mix before like people walked in. This guy came up and he was like, Hey man, can you play blah, blah, blah. And, um, and again, there's like three people in the bar, you know, <laughs> and me and then the bartender. And I was like, yeah, man, I was like, get, you know, people get in here. I'll get it in. I think it was a song that was like really popular at the time. And he goes, nah, man, like, why don't you play it now? I want you to play it. Now. <laughs> I looked at him. I was like, yeah, man, like once people get in here, I promise I'm throw it on for you. Got you. And he came up to me and you could kind of like, you kind of walk up to like this little window area and like talk to me, but my laptop was right here too, where I DJed and he like slammed my laptop shut. So all the music stopped, man, 
0.4 seconds later, this bouncer came up and just oh, decked gosh, him yeah. straight in the face. And I was like, deserves your right. I you just can... broke your microphone. I'm sorry. <laughs> Did I really just break no, my no, no, right that comes off. Oh, does it? Oh, yeah, yeah. We're usually eating them. I just punched the microphone and it came off. You're too anyway. strong. Uh, I was like, it's 10.04 at night. We just started and you're getting knocked in the face by the bouncer because you just can't. You know, he had to listen to you know whatever Houston. song. Yeah, I want to dance with somebody. Yeah, dance Paul with Wall. That's Some. what he was. Dude, Paul Wall. Where did that guy go? <laughs> I actually, I he think he's got a new song coming Bro, out recently. Cool. Yeah, I saw something recently. Wait, what happened? To I him? think he's got a new song out recently. Oh, good for I him. Saw something on YouTube the other day that said Ray Paul Wall, but it didn't look like him. Do you remember? Do you remember his hit? Do you remember who his hit was with? Mike Jones. Wasn't uh, well, it? Yeah. Other, well, that that was one too. But the, he had a hit with. Um, uh, Hulk Hogan's daughter, Brooke Hogan. Oh, I didn't no even way. know that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was. I played that in the club. Man, I'm gonna have to bring that back. Yeah, yeah you're going I, to. I played that um, in the club. Every Petey Pablo. Weekend. I wish I knew what the song was called. If somebody can, Brooke Hogan remember. and Paul Wall. Brooke Hogan and Paul Wall. So it probably wasn't a hit. It was probably the crappiest song. It was ever a hit to you. It was, yeah, it was that's to all me. that matters to that's me. Probably a hit. I bet it was. He had like one or two good ones there. <laughs> that, yeah, <laughs> that's everybody it. He was, was like, like one dancing or two to in middle was, school. <laughs> that was it. So, so go back to, um, so, okay, so you're only doing a couple weddings here and there if you can land them. And now how many weddings are you kind of doing per year now? Uh, we're close to a hundred a year. Wow. Nice. Yeah. We're, you know, we're, we're, we're busy, busy. Is that busy. year round or is it mostly during the season? Uh, so our season begins probably around March ish is when, March, April is kind of when things really kick into gear. Okay. Um, it's interesting here because, like, you know, you get to, like, mid-June, July, and it's 4,000 degrees outside in the south. Yeah. So we kind of see a little bit of a dip because of summer. August we'll see a little bit more. And then just September, October, November, December. Sure. You know, just kind crazy. Of, yeah. And just our December is crazy because, like, now we're mixing corporate Christmas parties with weddings. And so it's like. You know, that's, good. that's good though. So yeah, mostly yeah. year round, you only have one or two dead months that you can yeah, hopefully the, make enough to kind of relax. Is that why you kind of went into a corporate gig? It's kind of like be versatile during like slower season for weddings. Um, I think just the corporate events started kind of just coming to us. Yeah, you know, like hey, you know, we would do a wedding and then we would, you know, somebody would be there like, oh, well, we own, you know, yeah. blah 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 company. Your brother still uh, do catering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So does that help kind of like? vertically integrate your business with his catering and then you can come in and do the DJing and bring all the entertainment stuff with it. Yeah. So we definitely like, we'll definitely refer each other. Obviously if, you know, uh, you know, his, if Dylan who's running his stuff says, Hey, are you looking for DJs and stuff? Oh yes, we are. Hey, we recommend premiere. Um, you know, and then of course vice versa. Like, you know, we always ask like, Hey, like, cause we want to know too. We also want to work with vendors that understand, you know, how to, how a day really works you know yeah. there are wedding planners that we absolutely adore working with that are just you know they were born to do this and then there's wedding planners where i'm like like why yeah Can sure you do something else because no instagram like, wedding planners yeah man. <laughs> I, yeah i mean but there there's wedding planners I, but i will say like nine times out of ten the wedding planners we are working with are phenomenal That's there's, great. there's amazing wedding planners you know we're happy to you know refer you if you don't know florist you know, photographers, videographers, like, you know, nice. we're a pretty set list of like, hey, these are some freaking awesome people. So now, what do you think you've kind of run into? Well, like biggest struggle scaling from not really doing any weddings to over a hundred a year. Um, So the biggest struggle as far as like scaling up. Yeah. I think 
my thing is I'm very particular about who I want out, you know, at a wedding, you know, like obviously like I'll go do my own wedding, but then, you know, I have my other guys out. So we'll do five, six, seven a day. You don't want just anyone. Yeah. I think you could probably attest that like, you know, you listen, you don't want me on your team. I don't have the, you know, I don't have the muscles. I don't, you know, your guys moved me two weeks ago. Yeah. I saw the muscles. I saw what it takes. (laughs) I'm not, I'm not that, you know, (laughs) me neither anymore. Yeah, if you said Sean, you know, I'm not gonna hire you. Be like, I understand. I get it. You know, <laughs> throw some throw some furniture down some stairs. Well, we just pump you with some steroids and get you ready. <laughs> Be all right. Two weeks. Not heroin. Steroids. No, not steroids. heroin. Steroids for sure. Um. Yeah. So scale for me would be like just making sure I'm finding the right people. Okay. Uh, I think that you know, um, it's funny we did we did your guys's uh, Swan Private Moving Party. Yep. And um, <laughs> toward the end of it, Chris came around my side of the dj booth i literally just like (laughs) pulled his drink out from his hand i go just just do it he's on my turntables just like like scratching songs that haven't even started yet like it was was funny so natural i told him i said man if you're looking for a little little side hustle on the weekends like i'd hire in a heartbeat Um, I can scratch air apparently. Yeah, yeah, man, you were good. You were scratching on, you know. I think we were playing Lil Wayne or something at the time. Oh shit, I've missed it. Um, so how how difficult was it when you went? So I know, like, when you start when you start in the scale and face, and and you're so worried about your reputation, right, and who you hired. Like, what kind of obstacles did you overcome to be able to trust people in those positions? Like, what systems did you put in place and how do you kind of engage if somebody's up to par with you and, and all that good stuff? That's a really good question. Um, yeah, I think we're still actually, you know, working on that, like, you yeah. know, coming up with kind of a curriculum of like, you know, what do our guys need? What do our girls need? What, like what, you know, what do we view as a good DJ? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, listen, man, we, we've hired some guys who have been bad eggs and, you know, so, and they, and we they start have. kind of in the assistant kind of role so I can kind of we can kind of feel out like you know are they really in this for the right reasons yeah. you know, are they in this because they think they're gonna make a lot of money and be famous sure yeah. um and and I'm a cool I'm all cool with you being famous if you know my guys are bigger stars than me if they get booked more than me absolutely like you know I'll pay you more yeah like, that's part of being a good leader right is like let knowing that you have better talent than you on your team and letting them shine yeah. instead of like trying to hold them down and be give, top them, dog. give them the opportunity. To, but yeah. I think that it's also, you know, um, having talent that wants to learn, yeah. you know, and you know, for me, like I go to DJ conferences, you know, throughout the year and I'm learning from guys that are making, you know, three, four five million dollars a year doing this That's that are insane. like, you know, that are, are messiahs of of our industry so you know i want to come back and you know if they don't go with me i want to come back and give you know what i've learned you know what does a dj conference look like is it like technique is it more technique is it more like how to control a room yeah so it's a little bit everything i mean you know with the dj conference uh, a couple of them that happen there's you know uh dj expo in atlantic city new jersey which i'm from new jersey so it's where are you from? Bergen County. Okay, I'm from South Jersey. So you're you're like that's North. not Jersey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Philadelphia is right by. Yeah, that's Philly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's fist bumping and you're shooting. No, no, no we're fist bumping. No, you're yeah. fist, yeah, I'm fist, no, bumping. You're fist yeah. bumping. Yeah, and y'all are shooting. They're Sh- shooting what? Hair or pineys? 
guns. Yeah, well, that. Guns. Well. So. <laughs> no, there ain't no guns in New Jersey. You get uh, a lot of trouble for that. Yeah, Philly that's, is where the guns are. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, Jersey. what was the question again? No, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> um, no, so basically, you know, as far as like DJ conferences, like there's a couple different kind of lays of the land where, you know, you can go into an actual classroom and sit down and they'll teach you marketing. They'll teach you social media. They'll teach you, you know, what are they doing that's working? Um, you know, but they'll also teach you like, you know, event hosting critiques, like, you know, how to become a better person on the microphone. I mean, I do this for a living. Like I'm on the radio, but I still like walk away going, never even thought to do that on mic on the mic at a wedding. Never even thought about it, you know? Um, but then they also have like a, a kind of a floor where you can go in and you can see how guys are scratching or, and all that, which I suck at. I'm, I'll be honest. I I'm not a guy that's like scratching like DJ scientists from the Ying Yang Twins. Yeah. The guy's <laughs> phenomenal, but I just can't do it. Um, but I'm good at mixing music. You know, yeah. I know I'm good at that. I know yeah. that I'm good at reading a crowd and you know, what song goes where. And, that's cool. um, it's funny at your party, you were like, he gets on the mic and he was like, all right, you know, I need everybody out, you know, right here with little dance floor areas. And he's like, it's like shorty on the radio is going to play a song. I want everyone dancing. And so now the pressure's on from like, man, what if I pick the wrong song? Yeah. Right. It yeah. Just wasn't. That, is, that is a lot of pressure. Cause then if you put it on and everybody's like, well, and he's saying there. like, he's typing it up. sober too. Like just I'm to be clear. Sober. <laughs> you were so yeah you were yeah. totally sober yeah hundred yeah. yes. percent uh yeah it was it was water and beer cans uh, <laughs> but, Liquid death. but you know there with with those types of conferences you know yeah you pay the money to go but like you're walking away with a million dollars worth of knowledge yeah i love conferences. so it's like any co- coaching type event or something like that it's very mm-hmm. similar I would sounds like it yeah. yeah absolutely so i think when people think dj like conferences they do think like we're just going just there they're all just playing music scratch a yeah, little bit yeah. and then just drink jaeger bombs you know all night you know <laughs> like that's the jersey in you yeah <laughs> <It's> definitely <laughs> definitely a little bit of of truth to that but yeah. there's also like there is the aspect of like i want to walk in there and you know, drive back from Jersey going, Hey, like, you know, I'm, I'm going to teach my guys what I learned. Yeah. Um, Um, how long do you think you would say that you kind of took it from a side hustle to a actual career and business? Um, to give you kind of the timeline. So I was in, I started in radio in 2001 I was working at a college radio station in Clemson. Um, I was 16. Uh, I lied and said I was 18 and I went to school there and I made up all these classes that I didn't take. And, uh, and they quickly found out that I was not 18 and they did not go to Clemson, but they let me stay. They, they gave me a Saturday shift and every Saturday I would go down and be on the radio and I would DJ a little bit kind of part time. And then of course, uh, when I was about 19, I, uh, came to hot 98 one here in Greenville. Um, so I was at hot for gosh, a long time, seven or eight years, I think. Well, up until I went to Florida. So from 2004 to 2010, 11, again, still DJing part time. Went to Florida for about nine months. They, you know, that, that flopped, came back to Greenville. Um, and then of course, that's when I went to B93.7. Um, 
and it was there for a while doing nights full time. And then I got moved up to afternoons. I, I replaced Ryan Seacrest. Suck at Seacrest. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Seacrest is a very great, a very nice guy, by the way. I'm, I'm totally kidding. Um, I can't believe I just said suck at Seacrest. Hopefully he watches this. <laughs> I'd be, I'd be we stoked if he watches this. Can you imagine Ryan Seacrest like, like, just happened to stumble across this video? Oh, we're like, at him. We're going to tag him. Yeah. Okay. For sure. Uh, no, Ryan Seacrest is a very nice guy. Don't track now. I want to make sure. Uh, so I, I ended up taking over afternoons on B for, you know, for about, it was 2019. It was right before COVID. Yeah. Um, and then when 2020 happened, we were all kicked out of the studio. I was doing the show remotely from my wedding office. And then life happens. And, you know, with, with, corporate America, like, and with radio, like they were hurting. Yeah. So they decided to can a bunch of us. And I was, I was on the docket and I got let go. But that was the point where like, again, when I said earlier, like I wanted to be able to walk out the doors and be like, not worry about it. I got, so it started then. Like I got, I got let go in 2021 and I literally, you know, closed the laptop that I was, you know, doing my show on because I don't need it anymore. Yeah. And I was like, all right, well, this is like, this is like, this is it. Like, this is ride or die. Like, I'm either going to make this my full-time business and hustle. And this is going to be what I wake up every morning and go do, you know, and I'm going to succeed at it or I'm going to not work hard and I'm going to fail at it and go work at, I don't know, like Trader Joe's or something. Chick-fil-A. Not that there's anything okay. with Trader Joe's. Yeah, pretty good store. No, yeah, that's pretty great. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of what um, a lot of people that we interview on here is. It seems like a lot of people always started their company right before or around COVID. Yeah, uh, a good majority of the people that have sat here have mm-hmm. really had that turning point. Either they lost their job or they were sick of their job, and then that was for some reason their that moment of okay, I can do this. I'm just yeah. let's well, let's I think do it. Just forced a lot of people into yeah. it, right? But which is weird considering what COVID was. I mean, you started a DJ wedding or you went into it full time at, at, at COVID, which yeah. is like, doesn't yeah. make any sense, you know? Right. And we have a lot of people that have kind of really done that. But I think one of the benefits, I think uh, obviously for all of us has been living in South Carolina. For sure. We weren't we, shut down for yeah. months at a time. Or we, we were, we were lucky. I mean, look, we obviously when March happened, uh, I always tell the story and I can joke now about it, but we have an office on Woodruff road. It's about, 3,500 square feet. So we have a warehouse and an office kind of space and we were stoked. Like that was a, that was a moment. I think, you know, with you, like I saw your space, you know, I was DJing in your, your new space, the swamp rabbit has. And, um, you know, you, when you walk in, you're like, like, you know, there's a party like, man, like we we're here. Like yeah. we like, we're not in a, you know, no offense to anyone that like you rents those little, like little offices for like 200 bucks a month, you yep. know, some just need that and that's all they need but we needed a warehouse we needed like gear has to be you know i don't want it in a storage unit i wanted it all you know i wanted my own building yeah and we got that and i was like man like we're here yeah like, we met like you know and then the pressure's on too yeah, play sure. a jay-z now song you pay we've made it yeah yeah and so we we signed the lease the day COVID happened wow oh, wow we literally were sitting on folding tables watching you know, our president and our governor on our phones. Shut it all down. And I was like, I looked at the guy that I, Ooh. that we, we, he's a photographer. So wedding photography. And I looked at him, I was like, what did we just do? I was like, but and some, they're all saying like two weeks, you know, whatever. Yeah. Just, you know, whatever. I mean, it was all back. over. Yeah. Nobody know, had right? any idea. 
Yeah. So like we, you know, emails started coming in asking to postpone weddings. And I was like, man, we just got this warehouse and, uh, no income. <laughs> like you're right. Yeah. Like what's about to happen. Yeah. Um, and again, it goes back to what we were talking about earlier about being like everything on your shoulders. Like I've got guys that need to get paid. Yeah. I got guys that have to survive and live. Like yeah. I have equipment that I'm, you know, paying off on credit cards and stuff. Yeah. I've got like, you know, all this, you're just like, man, your brain, my brain that day was like, you know, where do you go? Right. Hmm. Um, well, that's pretty incredible. Yeah. It, it was a, but again, we, like you said, you know, South Carolina kind of definitely opened up a little sooner than a lot of other places. Uh, we, we weathered the storm a little easier than, yeah. Uh, I do have friends in New Jersey that, Same. you know, they were DJs and they weren't DJing until, late 2021 yeah wow Man. i mean you know and this is what you love to do yeah and you're sitting at home like we all just downloaded call of duty at that point yeah, yeah. Wow. you know 